Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengal and Liz Hartman. Hello, Newburn, and welcome. And guess what? We were a little delayed this morning, and we apologize. It's been, you know, technical difficulties because, as I say every week, Every other day is Friday. It's Friday once again, but we have got an amazing show for you today. You need to be with us. Um, I'm so excited. We've got uh, one of our favorite guests in the house. (laughs) And I love love when I get the text from your husband that says, I get the Doug text, "Uh, Bethany needs to come on, no problem. Whatever she she wants, you you have entree. Yeah, he puts me out there, and then he's probably sitting on the deck having a pina colada. I'm going to treat you like I don't know who you are. Who are you, Bethany Richards? What do you do at Newburgh? I don't know. I'm still discovering myself, I feel like. Well, (laughs) you you want to stick with us this morning because Bethany's going to talk about her favorite topic, which is the Bike Box Project, which she's doing amazing things, and she's joined today by Aaron from the YMCA, and we're going to talk about that collaboration and all the good things happening. Um, And then um, in about our 8.30 portion of the hour, you want to stay tuned because Mary Odom will be in the house and we are going to be talking Pepsi Museum and you are going to get the facts and the and the correct information so you want to stay tuned. Welcome. I'm so hey, glad to have you here. And you too, Erin. Welcome. Fabulous women this yes, the women rule today. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So tell us what's going on. What, what you've been doing. Give us the well, update. It's March 31st. Um, so the day before April. Um, and April 1st is my mom's 75th birthday. So Aww. I got to say happy birthday to my wonderful? mom. She's so special. Um, takes good care of my dad. But um, it's also Parkinson's Awareness Month in April. So um, thank you all for bringing Aaron and I on to talk about Parkinson's and what the YMCA is doing to support Bike Box. And, um, you know, a couple community chapters that are... Um, joining to joining together, joining forces to do something special for our community. So I, th- I think it's pretty cool. So what is Bike Box Project? I'm telling you, I'm treating you like Bike you're Box new. started with um, a donation box on the back of a bicycle. I was riding around town raising money for the Michael J. Fox Foundation, and people just rallied and supported. And um, this was about eight years ago. And next thing you know. Um, we decided to start our own nonprofit and support people locally. So we still support a cure with Michael J. Fox, um, but we have a huge community that we support that um, people with Parkinson's and their caregivers. Um, we've moved into our own gym with beneficial exercise classes. Um, Liz is sporting our newest hat, Woo! Uh, our newest Easter bonnet that landed. Get the it other here day. today. <laughs> That's right. So rock steady boxing. There's different um, colors. I don't know if people. Yeah. Can yeah, such a good That's model. It's so good on Damn. you. Love it. That's what I'm here for. But um, yeah, so we're in our own gym. We're supporting our Parkinson's community and um, team, teaming up with local uh, other fitness facilities that are YMCA is also a nonprofit for folks that don't know um, that does awesome things for our folks of Newburn. So what's the partnership with the YMCA look like? So the YMCA, you know, we're all about helping people spirit, mind, and body. And part of that is getting into the community and collaborating with the other nonprofits. And I'm also the chair of the local nonprofit council here in town. And so I am just a huge advocate for nonprofits bonding together, especially those with common missions. Oh, yeah. Because we're serving the same folks. So it just makes total sense for us to partner with Bethany and Bikebox to, to help people with Parkinson's because some of her folks that, you 
you know, are, are going to her facility are also members of ours. And so we just want to, you know, love on and support these people as much as possible. And that is such a beautiful thing because so often nonprofits try to like corner their market. I yeah. love that you guys are yeah. leading the charge and bringing us all together. And I see that with um, like the restaurants that are coming to town too. And I see owners of all the different bars and restaurants supporting mm-hmm. one another and yeah. posting about. So they're not trying to just get everybody in their doors. They're trying to get everybody just, just downtown. downtown. In yep. You know, I noticed last night we were in Poppy's last night and Pollock Street has come alive now. Oh my goodness, it really has. It has come alive. So you got Kumi, which is the great sushi place, mm. and we're so excited to have that. You got Poppies, you got Baxter's, and then around the corner, you got Harry's open now. And and like yeah. every parking space was full. It, you know, Pollock yeah. Street used to be, you had dead spaces, mm-hmm. you know. The, the street is full, people walking back and forth, you know, Poppies was hopping, yeah. and there was everybody in everywhere. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I think this is so good. Wonderful. You know, everybody always said, oh, I want to be on the 200 block of Middle Street. It's like, it's the only place to have a business. It's so not true. No, I mean, now you just want to be downtown. Yes, That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's awesome. And I just, you know, kudos to the people that invest, right. mm-hmm. you know, because it takes a lot. Yeah. And just like you're doing, you've invested in this program with your blood, sweat, and tears, I know, mm-hmm. and, and the generosity of other people who have helped you build something that's impacting our community. Yeah. So, you know... I, Kudos to those people, to all of you all, mm-hmm. because so many people don't do anything, but they sure do complain, don't they? <laughs> I'm going to share the heck out of this. So can you do me a favor, just because it's a new year, you're back on. Can you talk about the power of what the boxing classes do for individuals with Parkinson's a little bit? Sure. Rock, rock Study Boxing was researched and founded in Indianapolis, Indiana, when um, the state attorney was diagnosed with early onset Parkinson's. Um he fell into a depression and he had a cop friend of his that came, knocked on his door one day and said, I'm bringing you to my boxing gym and we're going we're gonna to do some boxing. And after a few months, um, the state attorney um, put his hands out and said, look, I'm rock steady. And mm-hmm. he had gained back not only confidence um, and it had kind of gotten him out of that funk of being diagnosed, but he was getting physically fit. He um, improved his stamina. And so they started to research why is boxing so good for people with Parkinson's. And Parkinson's is a movement disorder. So the key is to move. Mm-hmm. And the more you move, the more you do an intense exercise, it actually delays that progression wow. of the disease. So you think boxing with a wide foundation, a wide stance that boxers use immediately helps prevent people from falling. Um, And then you think about the big movements, the reaching out, the reaction, um, all the things, ducking, bobbing, and weaving. Um, But it's not just boxing either. Just because it's in the name doesn't mean that's all we do. We work so much on balance. We work on voice projection and breathing. Um, We have a cycle class that we offer to our boxers for that forced exercise. Um, so there's so much more than just the boxing. And all, every single one of my boxers will tell you that the camaraderie is mm. their favorite part. They can go there and feel they're amongst their peers and people that are dealing with similar struggles. And they're able to talk about different things that they're dealing with at home. 
Um, and somebody might be dealing with the same things, and they're able to help each other in that way, which is just amazing. What I think is important, too, is you're getting these people out of their homes. A lot right. of them become prisoners in their homes, yeah. you know, literally, and yeah. feel like they can't go out or go anywhere. And this you know, allows them and their caregiver a little bit of a break right. and get into some new surroundings, again, with people yeah. who have similar situations that they feel like they could share with. So yeah. I think it's so important. You're giving them an opportunity yeah. to come out. I know a lot of times it's hard to take that first step to, to say, I'm going to come. Yeah, and they come <laughs> and to class an hour early because That's we've so... got like a little track in our gym. So they come in and they take little laps together and get warmed up. And But they're there to visit. I mean, they, they want to be there. There's accountability because they've made friends. So they're relying on seeing each other every day. And when somebody misses a class, they're like, where's your dad? Well, where's Mary? Where's Dolores? Is she okay? And so there's this whole, just like having a partner at the gym, somebody to work out with, somebody who's expecting to see you. And so I heard there's a, there's a lot of fun on the transportation van too. Yeah, we have a we have the boxer bus, which is the 15 ah. um, passenger bus that we bought, um, which we're a no excuse gym. You don't drive anymore and you can't come to class. We'll pick you up. I you. We'll bring you to that class. I love that. A no uh, excuse gym. Now, don't tell my husband. Tell <laughs> <laughs> oh my husband. Now you're going to no, come get you. No Steve, excuses. don't listen. <laughs> no excuses. But, you know, that was that was our effort um, to really assist the caregivers because our caregivers need their time, too. Right. And when they're spending Absolutely. the time dropping off um, their boxer, our participant, at a class, um, that's taking away from things that they can be doing in the home or or just taking care of themselves and going right. to their own doctor's appointment or taking a nap. Um, so that was in an effort to free up our caregivers because they, they kind of get forgotten about. And sometimes it's more important that they're taken care of right. so that they can then take care of somebody with Parkinson's. Uh, um, very, so the boxer very bus is... I mean, everybody wants to ride on the bus. We we need about we need about forty more seats on the bus. Talk about your location too, because it's a great location. And are you there about a year now, or we've been there? We moved in in August. Okay, so not a math major, however many months. Oh my goodness! Where are you at? Yeah, we are at twenty six oh seven Trent Road. So we're right there at the end of Lowe's Boulevard, and great location because people stop in all That's the time awesome. it's like a revolving door and it's great we have a store set up so people are constantly coming in buying hats and hoodies and and all the things and watching a class it's such a feel good like it's just very fun and cool to watch do you have class. normal hours i mean that people can come by or regular hours we're pretty much there from 10 in the morning until two in the afternoon we have two classes a day okay um monday through friday so um, people popping in anytime between 10 and 2 is a really good time to catch us. And we encourage folks to please come in and see us. We love volunteers. Um, we have 30-plus volunteers because for awesome. some of our classes, um, our participants have assistive devices, so they're using walkers and wheelchairs. So volunteers are needed to assist our participants for our Tuesday-Thursday class. So. We love volunteers. If anybody's looking for a good opportunity to work out in a positive, active atmosphere, um, please reach out to me and you can visit bikeboxproject.org. We've got our class schedule on there. Um, or just like I said, simply stop by. Look for the orange. 
Yeah, Arch- for the orange along trend. Legionnaires, <laughs> we have your schedule on our website too. I get a ping every you. Tuesday and Thursday, twice a week or twice a day on those days. So awesome. go volunteer. I want to just say good morning to Alicia, Nancy, and Trish for joining us this morning. We've got lots of people online. Thank you for oh, being with us. Morning. I want to remind everybody that we are live right now on Facebook, but this program will be rebroadcast at six o'clock tonight on ninety six point three. Thank it- you, Henry Hinton. Yes. <laughs> yes, we have We're great team. Really so you can. And, you know, check us out again. And we're so glad that you're listening. Um, question for you. Is it only people with Parkinson's or is it people who may have mobility issues that you deal with? Or do you kind of? We get asked that a lot. And this is a research-based program specific to people with Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Okay. Um, it's a neurological progressive disorder. And the research shows that our intense exercise that we do really helps people with a movement disorder. Um, you know, MS, folks that have MS, um, as much as we could probably help in some regard, we could we could also possibly injure um, or set somebody back with, with another condition. Um, the hospital and Carolina East Foundation, who have supported us from the start, have asked us to do kind of some falling clinic, work a lot on getting down and getting up and learning how to fall correctly so you don't break an arm if right, you're going to right. fall. So they've asked if we can put on some clinics, and um, that is definitely on our on our to do list. It's just a matter of getting ourselves set and figuring out our schedule to be able to open maybe a clinic up to our elderly population that maybe want to work on balance and right. work on falling. Right. So of course you are attached to the national organization, which of course is the Michael J. Fox Foundation. I know that you had the opportunity to meet him at one time and yes, and, and BFF yeah I know, right? <laughs> and you know he I hate to use this as a saying but the poster child really for for Parkinson's disease and really brought light to it and has raised millions and millions of dollars yeah. you know for that so people who are interested in donating to that cause of course bike box you know you want to um, donate there but also to check out check it out on the web because they're doing amazing things and Absolutely. finding new research every day oh it's so important i mean and michael j fox foundation their mission is to close the doors for good right. i mean the plan is to find a cure for parkinson's and then once there's a cure we won't see each other maybe for coffee in the well, morning. Well, no, you can still come right? in and tell me what's, in, I want to hear what's going on on your street. Best street in Newburn. Street. Street. I mean, street. <laughs> best street in Newburn. <laughs> they got great people that live down there. It is. So. Down off a of National Avenue. Oh, okay. Oaks Road. I was like, what am Beach I missing street? here? Yeah. Okay. Um, Woodrow. Let's talk about it. It's a great neighborhood. Woodrow. It's it's a, it is a great neighborhood with great people. Yeah. So um, we've got up here the Parkinson's Aware Awareness Walk. We've got the little slide up there. Yep, we have a couple events coming up on April, Parkinson's Awareness Month. It's a big month. It's also Volunteer Appreciation Month for anybody that oh, very didn't know. Cool. So it's, um, we're highlighting our volunteers because they are crucial mm-hmm. um, to any yes. program, uh, as everybody here, I'm sure, I'm sure knows. Um, so we're doing our awareness walk on April 22nd at Taberna Golf Club. You can walk Perfect. a mile or three miles. It's just a very pretty stroll. Um, it's 20 bucks. It supports Bike Box Project, and we've had really great weather in the past. Um, so please, that's open to anybody. Please come and join us um, that awesome. morning, 9 o'clock, April 22nd. 
And then with Aaron, we've teamed up to do a pickleball tournament. Oh, that is the rage now. Everybody does pickleball. So let's count. talk about oh my that. Yeah. Yeah, so we're super excited to be partnering up to do the pickleball tournament. I think it's the first of its kind here in New Bern, and it's going to be on May 20th and 21st. Uh, we're going to be at four locations. We're oh, going goodness. to be at Cottle Park. Of course, the YMCA. We're going to be at uh, Taberna. And then our fourth location is West Newburn. Not the new apartment complexes, West but Newburn West Center. Newburn Rec Center. There <laughs> you go. Colors. And, oh, Carolina Colors. We thought yes. Taberna had pickleball courts, but apparently they're not ready yet. Oh, so okay. Not it's ready Car- yet. It's Carolina Colors okay. and... The other ones. Yeah. So four locations. Four locations. So the way that this is going to to go down, um, there's going to be four brackets based on your level of experience. I know nothing about pickleball. I know that it's super popular and people play it at the Y. But apparently you self uh, assess yourself and give yourself a level and they have numbers based on your experience. So through your self-assessment, you're going to assign yourself a level, either a beginner, intermediate, advanced, or expert. Really trusting people, to be honest there. I mean, yeah. yeah. Serious yeah. business. It was this, serious. Yeah, we, we went through a lot of research <laughs> to plan this. We had to pull in some pickleball experts to to tell us kind of like, no, you need to do this instead. And yeah. We trusted them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, each location, each of the four locations will host its own bracket. So all of the beginners will play together. All of the intermediates will play together. And so there'll be winners at each location. Um, and then we also have this really cool thing called the Sweet Pickle Award. We're hoping that folks come out with all of their team spirit, whether that's in costume, performance, however. And uh, we're going to have some secret judges to, to give away the Sweet Pickle Award. Um, but yeah, just super excited. The Y um, has pickleball almost every single day of the week mm-hmm. inside of our gym. We have two courts, uh, indoors courts. As um, the other three courts that are in the tournament are going to be outdoor courts, but ours will be indoors. And so on the first Thursday of the month, if you're not familiar with pickleball, but you want to get in the tournament and support Parkinson's awareness, then on the first Thursday of each month at 10 o'clock, uh, the Y does a pickleball workshop if you will and if you're a member it's free if you're not a member of the y it's only 15 bucks to come out and see if you're actually good at pickleball and so you can get some pointers and tips before the tournament yeah Um, and before summer starts before summer starts yeah Yeah. i mean they are all over the country they are taking it's It's just amazing we went to visit some friends that relocated from new york that i grew up with and they live in ocean isle so we went down there to visit them and that's all they do they play yeah. pickleball, yeah. and they are so happy, and they have all these friends and do tournaments. Oh, that makes and me so like, happy. People are happy outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you know, it's activity. I guess I need to do something. No, like that. you have your activity. I'm not. <laughs> but that's awesome. you know, it's really a big deal. You, you can is. cook us some muffins. For I'm one happy. Of our yeah. 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 I'd rather cook pasta. <laughs> So that's our yeah. that's our tagline for the tournament. It's a big deal. We love our puns. So is the prize like a case of pickles from Mount Olive? <laughs> we are getting Mount Olive okay, two good. cases of pickles. Okay. Oh pickles my god! good for hydration. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. run marathons and drinking pickle yep. juice. Right. It's really good for yep. um, cramping and yep. things yes. like that. Yep. So um, they plan on supporting us too because okay. i mean we got to take advantage of having absolutely yeah. Heck absolutely yeah. so all kinds of really great stuff you guys yeah. got going yeah. on and we're uh, very excited yes. to host pickleball and i think that's just going to bring more awareness mm-hmm. um there are still pockets all over eastern north carolina that 
aren't aware that there's this amazing support and rock steady boxing yeah. for people with Parkinson's. So if we can just find one more person that really needs us, mm-hmm. then our job it's is done. Um, right. And and just more awareness to fitness. You know, the why is all about fitness and mind and body. And um, so what better way than to do a little pickleball tournament yeah. and have some fun? And I want to encourage everybody, early bird registration ends on April 5th. Oh, so it's um, coming up. It is coming up. Early bird registration ends currently. It is $80 per team. Um, you register as, as your team. It's a mixed tournament, meaning it's men and women's ages. I think we stopped at 14, so ages 14 and up. So if you have grandparents that want to play with their grandkids, the more the merrier. Um, oh, and then after April or starting April 6th until May 6th, uh, registration will be $95 a team. And you can register online at trymca.org slash serving up hope. Or you can stop by Bike Box or the Y and get a paper registration form and yeah. we'll take care of you. Awesome. Cool. That Some is folks great. Don't like to do the online. Yes. So yes. You're welcome to understand that. That, that is awesome. Check. I think that's great. And we'll make sure that. Um, Newburn Live has that information yep. that they just post up there because we want to all the events. Um, also, too, you know, put it on the Visit Newburn mm-hmm. calendar. It's always good to have all that information yes, on there you. because you'd be amazed at the visitors and people might want to just come from other places. I'd hey. say the American Legion would share it, but our page is still down. So I'll share it personally yeah. with everyone. <laughs> that, that would be, very, that one would be day great. we'll get back up. That Thank would be you. great. We're hoping it's a it's a really big tournament and um. Yeah, and I think it will be. So it'll be fun. Could be the start of an annual tradition. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, that I would be wonderful. Be. I think it'll be so big. Yeah. That would be great. So, final words. I mean, what do you, you know, what do you want to make sure everybody knows about what you're doing and well, how to support you? April is Parkinson's awareness. So anything um, that any anybody would like to do to support Bike Box Project um, by joining pickleball, it's a big deal tournament um the walking coming to our awareness mm-hmm. walk um stopping by 2607 trent road and saying hey um reaching out to me if you would like to volunteer at any of the above um we have so many new people coming in our community that may want to do that and so if you we all have a treasure and it's made up of different variants i learned this from when i was at ecu and the pirates you know we talk about treasure but people have monetary treasure and you certainly can use that they have personal treasure which is their time and their talent that they can offer to you or they can have participatory i call it treasure and that's just participating in these different events that really does help um build awareness builds funds and builds, you know, a fellowship of people. And that's, I think that's what you're really after is that fellowship of people that are, are helping others. Yes. And what we better so way to be grateful. a New Bernian? So I just have to make this plug for you guys. If there's any veterans who are listening to this who have a grandpa or a grandma who are suffering from Parkinson's, maybe from Agent Orange exposure, send them to Bike Box Project. Yes, yes. And you're here. It's a new year, so it's time for you to ask us for money. So if there's any veteran families who want to donate specifically for Bethany's program, let us know, and we'll take that, and we'll sponsor a guy yes. or gal for you. Right. Thank so. you. And the American Legion was great. And Liz um, sponsoring, we call him Stingray. His name's Ray There's Jackson. such a nexus, I feel, between the veteran community and your project in yes. particular. That Absolutely. Um, a very vast majority of our fighters are vets. Um, they have served in the Coast Guard, Navy, Marine Corps. Um, so having your support and having Ray on a scholarship, because um, a lot of these folks are very humble. They won't ask for that. But if we just go to them and say, look, we've got you for this year. We've got your membership covered. 
it just, it makes their day. It makes it them feel so appreciated. And it's not insurance covered. That's the one thing we left out. That's yeah. why those donations are so critical for your program. Right, right. right. Um, and also to your website, tell everybody, because we're running it right now, and you got a great video Thank on you. there, good information. Website is bikeboxproject.org. Okay. Um, you can contact me through that. We've got some awesome videos. Um, Viamark Advertising did an excellent piece Um so please go on there under Rocksteady Boxing and find that video, and you will see some very cool testimonials of our right. boxers right. and how much it's making a difference in it their life. Really um, and then we're also doing five rounds with a fighter. So oh, we're awesome. highlighting two boxers a month that are consistent, dedicated. They're motivating others in the gym. Um, and like our, our highlighted boxer right now is uh, Cap. He's a retired Coast Guard captain. Um amazing stories and he's just fighting parkinson's and winning and it's just awesome to see these guys that have have discovered that they have a boxer and a fighter within right. them after they've been diagnosed right, with parkinson's right. and everyone should definitely follow them on social media Heck yeah oh yeah no do doubt a great about job it. at posting reels and the videos and i just can't like and share them enough they most of the time make me cry yeah. but that's okay yeah, but they are, they are very they're, doing they're very right if they're hitting your yeah, heart yeah. they're very warm fuzzy and everyone should go like and share because the more that you share the more right. you become aware so oh, yes. a quick Thank question you. somebody's asking how much is a membership a yearly membership is $720, okay. and then um, boxers also can pay quarterly, or if you'd like to sponsor a boxer for just a quarter, um, it's $195. So, And we are a nonprofit. The only reason we charge a membership fee is to pay our coaches. So our coaches um, plan hour-and-a-half-long classes. They have to set up. They have to coach, and then they have to break down and clean the gym afterwards. Right. So um, we have to pay our coaches, and that is the only reason we charge a membership. Um, the building that we are in, the utilities, our bus, those are all um, given to us through donations. I awesome. mean, that those are all through grants and donations, it's amazing. Um, which awesome. is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. I want to thank you, ladies. We're going to transition now, but I want to thank you for coming in. Thank you. you tell Doug anytime. He just needs to text. I will. You're He's always welcome. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh. He needs to come in. We need to get him talking about something. Love when you Absolutely. Guys come and Aaron, always a pleasure. Come back. Yes. We love to talk about the why. What a great organization yes. for our city. Definitely. And you're welcome anytime to come. So thank you, ladies. We're going to transition right now. Ladies We've got rock. Mayor Mayor Odom in the house, um, and we're going to get him to come in and um, uh, talk to us a little bit about what's happening in the city of. Newburn um, and uh, all the the good things that happens. Thanks, Bethany. Um, and Liz, you got a quick veterans update as we? Trans- I do have a quick trans- veterans update. So I want to make sure that everybody keeps um, the 101st Airborne in their thoughts and prayers. Um, nine soldiers Terrible. were killed on the border Tragic. of Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, what people don't understand is that even though we're not actively in war right now these men and women still put their lives on line every single day for this nation right so please pray for them if you're in that area please consider donating to the families and da, 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 he's here <laughs> yeah but that's uh, that's true um and uh, you know my heart just goes out that is the worst call it a spouse is. can receive it really is and especially you think oh because they're not in war in the middle east or someplace like that you're not going to get that call but you can get that call you can get it any day any day anytime okay 
Let's transition. Good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm good. Good to have it. We've got in the house uh, Mayor Jeffrey Odom. Thankful to be here. Blue. Yeah, he's got Pepsi Blue on. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Bethany just told me that it was a nice Duke Blue I had on, so I almost took it off before I went. I will never, never pull for Duke. So sorry. You know, I know. I know. But I, you know, feel if I I belong to the ABC club, so you know. It is what it is, you know. Hey, go pirates! That's all that matters. Is go so pirates. What's going on? So you had a meeting this week. Let's let's talk about the meeting yeah. and let's talk about what's going on. You know, it's funny. It's like, I guess I've been doing it for so long now. It's like I almost forgot we had a meeting Tuesday night. But um, I know you go lot. do your job yeah. and you move on. <laughs> we, we had a, we had a rezoning, which was you know pretty common, and um, you know hopefully we were going to pass a resolution to support a grant uh, for the Pepsi Museum, and that got tabled, unbeknownst to me. I was a little caught off guard, but that's how things happen sometimes. And, um, you know, we'll move on. Uh, I did ask Foster a question after the motion passed. Uh, Was that going to hurt us from a timing perspective? Because a lot of these grants, they have deadlines on them, and he says, no, it wouldn't. So, I guess we're going to discuss it on April the 11th. Um, at your next meeting. Can that's you our next meeting. To the beginning, like the in the group? What yeah. was the grant? What was it for? Yeah, so it's a rural transformation grant that is uh, offered by the State um, Department of Commerce. And it helps, you know, with varying things. It depends on what project you put forward. And, you know, you could put really any project forward as long as it meets certain criteria that they put in the grant application. And this one clearly met the criteria. Uh, I think it's a great project. I think... I feel pretty confident that we will get it um, once we move forward with it. But there were some questions, uh, evidently, that some of the board members had that they didn't have the answers to yet. But what I tried to get them to do is we had people in the audience that was there to make the presentation. So if they had questions, they could have asked those questions right there on camera. I mean, we always talk about transparency. What were some of the questions? I don't know. have no idea. No oh, clue. the questions weren't say, asked. Yeah, yeah they weren't asked. And that's what I don't understand either. I hate to jump in here, but, you know, for the life of me, you, you've got the writers of the grant. Now, the, this grant is being requested. I don't know if it's Swiss Bear that's requesting it for Bradham's Legacy. Yeah, it was. And that was one of the things that, you know, Swiss Bear sort of took the lead with this when it first started. And that was before Bradham's Legacy was established as a 501c3. So, so, now, a separate so now that Bradham's Legacy, which is the... I guess the governing body that's going to oversee the whole museum project. Now that that's been established, Swiss Bear doesn't really have to be the fiduciary in the in the situation. So, but they've obviously been there from the start. So Lynn Herrickle was there, John Harrelson was there, um, John's chair of Swiss Bear this year, I believe, yes, and he's correct. also chair of Bradham's Legacy. They were all at the meeting. They were all at the meeting, and um, they were prepared to, you know make their presentation and, and obviously answer any questions that would have been asked, but uh, they never got that opportunity, unfortunately. But you know what? It Things happen, um, and we, we're not going to miss a deadline, so the best thing to do is move forward. But i tell you what it has done. It's really invigorated the supporters of the Pepsi Museum because I heard from a lot of them in the weekend prior to our meeting. I've heard from even more now questioning what happened, how come you didn't push it forward, and I was asked last night uh, after the downtown business council meeting, someone said, you know, what what exactly happened? And I said, well, this is what I know. It was on the agenda. We were supposed to pass it or, or at least discuss it. And I said it was tabled until April 11th. And they said, well, what was the purpose of that? We, we kind of went through all that back and forth. And I said, here's the bottom line. If, if you weren't born in New Bern and you moved here, you made a decision at some point in time, I'm going to move to New Bern. 
you didn't come here and pick out a house and have everything lined up and then say, oh, well, this happens to be in Newburn. That's where I'm going. So the first step is deciding that you wanted to move to Newburn. Then you work out the details later. And that's kind of what I compare this to. We've decided, hey, look, we, we want a museum here, Pepsi Museum. It would be good for the community. It'd be good for the region. So now let's we can work out the details, but let's go get the money. And this was an opportunity to get $950,000. So, you know, the only thing I'll say is I, I hope that those on the board that voted to table this decision uh, to make sure they were making the right decision to go get a grant um, have that same philosophy when it comes to spending money. You know, let's not spend money until we get all the information and we work through the details. What I'd like to do is just clarify some things because there's a lot of questions. I'm getting a lot of questions, of course. You know, I, I have been somewhat involved with this as my role of alderman, but before that, um, you know, PepsiCo, which is the, the big corporation, really had nothing to do with Newburn. There, there was no attachment. There was no bond. It was just a place. Now, during the 100th anniversary, um, they did attend to celebrate. We weren't the national celebration. The national celebration was in Hawaii, of all places. But they did come to Newburn celebration. And during that celebration, um, Mr. Hoyt Mingis, who was running Mingis uh, Bottling Company, um, he was very good friends with Don Kendall, who was the CEO of Pepsi at the time. So in honor of their friendship, um, he was uh, Mr. Kendall was lobbied by Kay Williams at the time. We did not have the History Center. He was lobbied to make a donation in honor of Mr. Mingis uh, in naming the history, a portion of the History Center. So that Pepsi gave a million dollars to the History Center, and that's why we have the Pepsi Family Museum. It wasn't a Pepsi Museum. It was just the naming of it, mm -hmm. Pepsi's name on it. So there's been confusion for years that people think they're going to a Pepsi Museum no, when they're just, not. It's it's just it's like a, if you go into a hospital and there's a corridor named after a family who right. gives a donation. Correct. Correct. So besides that, there's been no contact. And in about, I want to say 2009, 2010, I, I got involved with the Pepsi store, of course. I'm partners with Jeff Menges in it. And we started to say, how do we how do we get some more attraction from PepsiCo? So we started hosting some of the executives from Pepsi at the Pepsi store, inviting them down to have small team meetings and come into the store and, hey, check this out, see what we're doing. We actually got a little bit of money um, from PepsiCo. When I say a little bit of money, you know, $10,000 to go when we expanded the Pepsi store to a larger footprint. And all of a sudden, we got Indra Nui's attention, who was the CEO of Pepsi at the time. And through lots of discussions and visits, she agreed to bring the shareholders meeting to Newburn. When I tell you that was the coup of the century, that was the coup. The fact that a national shareholders meeting was coming to Newburn was such a big deal. And, you know, she felt that... This was the roots of Pepsi. We should acknowledge it and celebrate it. So that was the door opening for us to say we need a Pepsi museum. For years, the discussion was, oh, it's going to go to Charlotte. Charlotte was the first franchise for it that Caleb Bradham sold. And it was such a big city and, you know, mega population that that's where it should go. Slowly but surely, we won the confidence of PepsiCo executives. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. They love New Bern that they decided that they had a collection um, that they really didn't know what to do with. Of, like, stuff. They, uh, the, at the time, it was the world's largest collection of Pepsi memorabilia. That 
PepsiCo purchased and owned, Very but cool. had nowhere. If you went into their headquarters, you'd see little pieces here and there, but it was not pulled together. So um, Darren Clark, who is their legislative person and actually sits on the Triumph House Commission, did an amazing job of kind of negotiating and saying, look, can we donate this collection? Would you, would you be interested in donating money? So that started the discussion of how we form this partnership. So this isn't necessarily PepsiCo doing something. Everybody had a role. So PepsiCo said, we will donate this collection to the Triumph Palace Commission, not to the state of North Carolina, but to the commission. And you will house it and you will curate it and make sure that it's properly displayed. We'll also give you $750,000. Okay, Triumph Palace, this is your role in, in, in doing all this. Swiss Bayer, you are the fundraiser. You go and find grants and money and whatever, and that, and then you, you create a nonprofit. And City of New Bern, we need for you, because originally PepsiCo wanted to give the collection to the City of New Bern. We don't, we don't have storage for that. You know, I said, why would we want that collection? The palace needed to have it. So the city would provide a location and a building. And that was kind of the partnership that was talked about okay. in the early days. So Bradham's legacy was formed. So now these are the steps in trying to move forward. So in essence, Bradham legacy will be the operator, the daily operator. They'll make the decisions. Coordinating they will, between the low. They will pay rent. They will not, they will pay market rent to the city of New Bern for the building. It's not that they're getting something for free. This is, it will be this full on business and that's how it will come together. They're working on a location. They're working on some other things. In the meantime, a gentleman from Illinois named Mitchell Slotnick, his family came to New Bern because he had the second largest collection of Pepsi and they donated that straight to, to Triumph so House cool. Commission. So we've got a full museum of artifacts. You just need a building. We just need a building. So the interesting thing to me is this was a grant request that required no money from the city of Newburn. Am I correct? Right. No money from the city of Newburn. All it required was them to say, yes, we endorse this grant request. Doesn't mean we're going to get it. We think we're going to get it. So I was really unsure why, the, why, even if you did have questions, it would be different if it required financial spends, whatever. And it didn't require any of that. So well, you, clarify things. You, you all me. have heard me say many times that one of the most frustrating things in government is how things move slow. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's by design, I think. But in this situation, this was one that we have. It's it's a few weeks. I get it. It's not that long. But it's another few weeks that stop the process <laughs> yeah. because it's something else that nothing is going to change from this past Tuesday night to April the 11th. If somebody has some questions, I can get them answered. Likely they could have got them answered Tuesday night if they would have had the opportunity to ask. But it's just another one of those situations where we've kicked the ball down the road, and this is why it takes so long for things to happen in government. Right. And would it have mattered? I, I know some of the questions were the location. So well, would that have made a difference to the to the um, No, because grant? And, and, and you and I have had this conversation conversation and discussion that as soon as I saw the package come over, I immediately sent Lynn an email and I said, hey, look, I really wish we wouldn't put a location on there. Number one, it hasn't been decided. It's an option, but I think there's a lot of options when you look at the area of where this Pepsi Museum could be located. So again, we shouldn't be pigeonholing ourselves into a particular location right, when that hasn't been decided. You just want the money, so then you can really pick, exactly. especially if it's no strings attached money, yeah. which it does sound like it is at this point. 
yeah, there's not a match to it, you know. Of course, you want to put things in there about the partnership Absolutely. and everything like that because that, you know, when you write in a grant, that is so important to show partnership. I mean, the economic impact of what this will do for our city, you know, nowhere in the world, nowhere can they say they are the birthplace of Pepsi or have this, you know. Pepsi will never endorse somewhere that's, else. That's not who they are. They're not into nostalgia. They're into the next generation and very forward thinking. So th- if people could only understand what a coup this is for our community, it, it's just It sounds like just amazing. one more little thing to make Newburn the cute little... Yeah. And, and I understand people don't want more people. They don't want traffic. They don't want this. They don't want that. But, Mayor, I will say this to you because I've lived this before. Location, location location. And I've told this story many times about the convention center. You know, we were given free property on the other side of town at the mall, behind the mall, to put the convention center there. It was donated property. And we ended up spending $1 million to buy the piece of property where um, it is now. Where it is now. And everybody, they drug us through the mud saying, why would you do that? That's terrible. Don't spend money. But as Chuck Tyson, who was the, the chair of the county commissioners, he just said, location, location, location. And having it right there on the water has done more for tourism than anything we could have ever done. So, again, I think having Pepsi in our downtown will really fulfill. I mean, it'll be, what, two blocks from the original birthplace. And people have asked me the question, you know, what happens to the birthplace? You know, you, you probably don't want this. And it's, it's not, I do want it because it's the fulfillment of what I can't do in the store. People come in all the time, well, where's the museum? Well, I, I want to see old things. I well, want to know more And you also just said, like we talked about with Bethany, what makes New Bern beautiful is that all these businesses support one another. Bringing in new business, new opportunities, that's a means to get more bodies into your store. So, of course, you're going to be supportive and want that. I want it for all the stuff. I mean, Absolutely. everybody, the idea, if you study retail across the country or any business, it's the amount of people that can pass by your business that makes the difference. I'm sure in the paint world, it's the same thing. If you can get people in your store, you know, and you have more opportunity to get people in store when you have more people. When you have 50 people walking down your street versus 10 people, makes all the difference in the world. You have an opportunity to sell something. So um, I think it's important for our economic vitality, and that's why it's, you know, it's a vitality grant. Yeah, if, if we were voting Tuesday night on the location, or some very specific things about this, then I could say, okay, well, if you know some some unanswered questions were there and they were large enough to where you think it might change the outcome one way or the other of the museum, then I could say, okay, well, yeah, that that makes sense. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's get those questions answered. But applying for a grant, I I, I was really surprised when that yeah. happened. To be so, honest with Alderman you, Alderman Brinson, thank you for joining us today. He said, reminder, April eleventh meeting has petition of citizens giving the public opportunity to comment on the Pepsi Museum. I hope it's full of supporters. And yes, and and I hope it is too, but again, the comment has to be we should endorse the grant. You have to keep it specific. We're not talking about location. We're not talking about spending funds. We're talking about applying for a grant, (laughs) period. Here's here's another situation, and I I do hope people come. but they really shouldn't have to because I really haven't talked to anybody that is against the museum. I, I mean, I'm sure there probably are some out there because you're never well, going to get. Well, they don't want the city to spend money. Well, we're not. And, again, that's that's another thing. You have to get educated about what you're talking about. And, you know, I'll, I'll be the first one to say 
10, 15 years ago, before I became an elected official, I'd be the first one on social media bashing somebody <laughs> because you hear something, you're like, oh, well, I'm letting them know what I think about that. But you don't have the details and the information. So, you know, get educated. I was talking to somebody last night, and they said, well, how come Pepsi doesn't have any skin in the game? I said, they do. They've donated the collection, number one. Number Plus two, they've given $750,000. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. Exactly. Go so. to the meeting. Yeah, well, and, you know, that collection's probably, that collection is valued at a million-plus dollars. And I think that's about what they paid for it. So it's valued at that. So, again, they were trying to equalize. When you think what the palace is putting into it in the forms of in-kind, they're storing it, they're going to curate it. So, and, you know, then the city, everybody had, we were trying to look at equal Question skin in the game. about the vote. What was the vote split? Like, how many were for moving forward with the grant? How many wanted to table it? It was 4-3 to four table Four to it. table. Yep. Okay. And that was the majority. So... Four is a majority. I love, um, so to explain why I'm about to ask this next question, the American Legion just had a big national, you know, the Senate voted to repeal AUMFs, which was a big deal. And I find that it's incredibly important. People don't just understand the outcome of the vote, but they know who voted for what side. So could you let us know who voted of the seven um, to table and who voted against? Um, Alderman Priel, Alderman Royal, Alderman Kinsey and Alderman Best voted to table. And who voted to move forward? Alderman Astor, Alderman Brinson, and myself voted to move forward. And this is interesting. So, you know, something I changed the way we do our votes since I became mayor. And I said the mayor should always vote last. In the case there's a tie, then the mayor should be the one to make that decision. Because in most cities, well, I shouldn't say most, in a lot of cities, the mayor only votes when there's a tie. So you really take the heat one way or the other when, with your decision. So I kind of made that change procedurally that, yeah. whenever we, we run the meetings. And then I alternate who actually starts the motion because it was either always Sabrina or always me that That's started That's right. And so we were the bad, either the bad guys or the, or the good, good guys. guys. So I changed that and we <laughs> Takes rotate tough that skin. <laughs> so the interesting thing is, is when, when the decision came to me, it had already been decided. There were already four votes to table it. So I could have easily said yes and gone with the majority, the majority to say, well, I'm supporting the majority. But I didn't do that because that wasn't what I believed in. That wasn't the right thing well, to do. Well, and you said you also opinion. heard from your constituents that they were in favor of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming the people that support it. I'm not us. your constituent, but I'm in favor of it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, I just w- wish they w- the group would have been allowed to speak and answer questions. You know, the fact that they didn't answer ask questions well, is not a good process. Well, why, why couldn't there? Was it not Was it not open for discussion? Yeah, they were actually on the agenda. So the plan was when we got to that particular item, we were going to call them up. They were going to make their presentation, and the board would have obviously had opportunity to ask questions. And that's the other thing that I wasn't quite sure is why didn't you just go through that process? And then if you didn't get your questions answered at that point, then you could have said, table. hey, look, I still have questions. I want to vote to table. I want to vote yeah. to table versus just starting the meeting off saying we're, we're going to table this when you had people there. That, oh, so it was like a full agenda adjustment. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they didn't even allow discussion or anything back and forth. And, you know, again, I, you're right about transparency. Nobody said, you know, hey, I'm, I'm for this or I'm against this, but I just need my question. Nobody said that. They just said we have questions and, you know, we don't feel good about voting on this. But they didn't really express what they were so we can make sure you know at that point foster needs that information so he can provide them with whatever they need you know i mean if there's something you need something well hopefully you know my my goal is from from now until 
the next meeting is that make sure that I help facilitate any questions that they need to get answered. Right. Uh, I think that information is readily available. You just have to pick up the phone and call. And, and I know that uh, Alderman Prill on Wednesday, I believe, the very next day, he already had a meeting with with Lynn, with Swiss Bear, and I know he's trying to facilitate another meeting. So if, if that's what it takes to get it done, that's great. Um, at the end of the day, we have to get it done. And right. that, that's the that's been some of the downfall with Newburn in the past is you have a great idea or a great plan, and for whatever reason, it gets derailed. But we, we've got to stop doing that. We've got to move <laughs> the city forward, and you can't listen to – the naysayers, because there's always going to be naysayers, right. always. And there's some people right now that we haven't heard from them yet, but we may on uh, f- uh, the 11th. But if they don't want it, they're probably going to come, and they're going to give us all the reasons on why we shouldn't do it. But, again, you have to do what, what you feel is right. Alderman Astor, thank you for joining us today, too. He said homework, homework, homework. And that's that's the deal. You know, I was – and I know you know this, I was very studious about my agenda. So once I got my agenda packet by Friday, I spent all weekend going through, looking at it, and Monday I was on the phone to you, to the mayor, to a, to Foster, to a department head, and say, hey, what's this, what's this, how do you do this? So that when I walked in there Tuesday night, now mind you, when I talked to people, I said, I'm at, I've asked you this question, yes, thank you for the answer, but I'm going to ask it again in public because so I want the public to know that I'm asking these questions. But... I was prepared, I had notes in my agenda, and I was ready to go at every meeting. And I don't understand not being prepared. If you have questions, you call the city manager, you call your mayor, you you do what's necessary to prepare yourself to to go in there and, and speak on behalf of your constituents. Well, um, I'll pivot just a little bit sure. um, and talk about, you know, we, we do have three new members of the board that have never held public office before. And I know when I, I got in that position eight and a half years ago, or nine and a half years ago, um, it, it's different. There's a big learning curve. So one thing that I offered all of the board members, I said, you know, let's, let's be proactive. The city is so reactive at times where somebody calls with a problem and we go fix it. Great. Everybody gets a pat on the back. Well, let, let's try to be more proactive and address those things head on. So, we're we're doing some tours throughout the ward, okay, so it's um, it's myself and the alderman for the ward, city manager, and sometimes the assistant manager, sometimes public works director. It just depends. So we did three this week, and I think they were extremely positive. We did ward one, uh, ward five, and ward six. So we rode around, looked at different things, and and there were some places that you know. Alderman had never been inside of certain buildings that the city owns. I think that was good for them to see, you know, what what we have and what opportunities are there. But again, we we made a list out of each one of them of things that need to be done and ideas of things that we could do. So again, I think that's helping, you know, cultivate relationships, but it's helping us be more proactive. So I think there'll be some good things that'll come out of that. And um, again, this this we just have to all understand that. In politics, oftentimes it's viewed as a game. It's one side versus the other. And that's another reason why things get slowed down and they don't happen like they should. you got to understand, nobody's here to win. We're here to make Newburn a better place. At the end of the day, that's what we all all benefit from that. And, And of course, we're all going to have different thoughts and ideas on what that looks like in the future. But, you know, something like this museum that we're talking about is something that everybody can get behind. Let's all get behind it and let's move forward. Yeah, I totally agree, and I appreciate you being here to talk about that. We don't need to bash on people. You know, 
course, I get picked on all the time, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at that. But you know, I have always just wanted what's best for Newburn. I don't care what you say. We, my husband's family's been here for a hundred, hundred and ten years. They've been in business, and um, we, you know, we're happy to make Newburn a better place than the way we found it. Especially for me, I've been here forty. Five years. I was telling everybody I was laughing last night. I knew all those people that they were talking about. I'd been here so long. But one of the things I think it's so important, I can't stress to you enough, is and when I got elected in 2009, uh, within weeks of the election being over, Danny Meadows at the time was the interim city manager, and he did take all the new members. We went on a bus and we went to every building in the city. We went to every department. We met the department heads. We sat down with them. It was a day-long tour, but it was so beneficial to us. And I just urge, I think that's really important to get them out into every building, meeting every department head within the first, you know, before they actually take that oath of office, uh, because it's important that you know where to go or who to talk to. So well, this, I think this, this one was a little different, obviously the timing yes. on this election, oh, everything and, was and different about it, <laughs> how we got, when we got in office, I mean, right. it was the middle of August. And so it was a little different, but they, they all did have, um, they all did have an orientation, but for what we did, you know, for example, with Alderman Best, we went and met at the new Pleasant Hill Community Center. Oh, how is um, it? Oh, I it was great. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the, our staff is doing everything on the inside of the building. Uh-huh. So we had a general contractor actually build the building, but staff's doing everything inside. I mean, it's, it looks great. Has it great. officially opened? No, it's okay. uh, probably a couple more weeks, but, okay. um, you know, it looks great. Um, we went to the um, train depot yesterday, mm-hmm. which is another one of those classic examples of government not being oh, able to make something please. happen. I mean, we walked in and the first floor of the train depot has all the woodwork's been fixed, this new windows and doors, and it's just wide open. I mean, the only thing that needs to be done is the wires pulled through the conduit and somebody could be in there, but we've got to get with the railroad and figure out, you know, this whole licensing leasing agreement, but there's an opportunity there for something. Um, we, we just, and you, I've told you, this has been my goal since I've been mayor is make things happen, quit talking and actually put it in action. And, you know, I can push that, but so far you have to have support to make things happen. And, you know, I think overall, you know, I don't want anybody that's listening to this, get the impression that the the board isn't working together or, you know, there's some big riff. That's not, not the case case. at all. I would agree with you. Um, the, the issue is, is, um, this was a significant decision, um, overall, but this particular decision Tuesday night, I think was blown a little bit out of proportion because it was simply applying for a grant. Take some money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it takes money and it takes energy. Um, we got lots of people, um, watching us today and I'm so thankful for everybody that's um, on here today. Um, I just want to remind everybody, you can listen to this again, six o'clock tonight on, 96.3. Thank you, Henry Hinton. Um, and uh, we are live right now. Please share our video. But we are coming to the to the end of our thing. I want to thank um, Alderman Astor and Alderman Brinson for um, watching with us today and making comments. Um, this is a great place to live. It is. It's a great place to work, and it's a great place to play. You know, downtown is just looking great. It's got a great vibe to it. There's lots of things going on. It continues to build. You know, do we like that every other building happens to be a bar or restaurant? Yes. Well, I don't necessarily, I think there needs to be a little, you know, a little more retail. I I would like to have a little more retail. I would. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Um, But, you know, that's the marketplace. That's what it is. That's, 
how the marketplace works. You got to just go with the flow. It's nothing the city's doing. I know. It's nothing anybody's doing. It's just it's the marketplace right now and across it is our country. Good bars, so go yeah. across <laughs> our yeah. Support them. Get out there. It's great to see the vibe in downtown. It's great to see the elevator soon. I hope. You know, I'm looking forward. Mayor Outlaw and I are looking forward to being there to help cut that ribbon. I hope you're going to allow us to do that. Because we took a lot of grief over that. We did take a lot of grief. It's still May, but I meant you. Just the the way that it matches up so great with the existing building. Oh, it's incredible! Beautiful. It's just beautiful, and will be such a beautiful entrance to our city. Great example. And yeah. Of one of those things that everybody fought about. Yeah. They all fought you about the money that was spent. And now oh, it's yeah. this beautiful addition that allows well, citizens not only to that, go the, visit. The, the funniest thing was the comments we got about the concrete block. People actually oh, yeah. thought the exterior of the building oh, was, was going to be the concrete block. block. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the most yeah, hilarious I mean, thing I ever. got a couple of beat-ups on that one. So, you know, all, all is good. But um, it, we've got great shows coming up. We've got, you know, in the next couple of weeks... Um, also, to the um, annual Shriner Fish Fry is yep. going to be um, on April the 21st. So prior to that, we're going to have um, the Shrine come on. I've Sweet. talked to Cleve Willard. You know, that's something that I want to totally support all the time. They are an amazing group of men and women that do great things in our community. And I certainly want people to get out and support their fish fry. They fry a lot of fish and make a lot of coleslaw. So um, we're going to be having them on the show. We're going to be talking to um, the um, Garden Club. And we're going to be talking to uh, the Bridge Run we've got coming up so um everybody we're glad that you want to be on the show and talk about what's happening in new Bern, and i'm glad and i'm always so glad to see you it's so good so, to see you too yes thank you mayor outlaw i'm mayor outlaw oh, mayor odom you know what i happened. thought let me tell you something yeah. i thought about the other night so we had mayor bayless with a b then we went to mayor bettis with a b mm-hmm. then we had mayor outlaw with a o yeah. <laughs> and you know and now Mayor Odom. So I thought it was kind. Of, I thought about. It. I said, "Well, God, that's kind of strange. The two Bs, the yeah. two O's. Who's next? Who's Only next? you would think of that at nighttime. Well, like yeah, I mean, reflecting you know, on four kind of, mayors. You know, names. I say, I segment everything. I so, love that. But you're doing a great job. And thank we you. thank you for your leadership because I know how difficult it may be at sometimes. But um, you keep doing what you're doing, and uh, the city's just going to grow and prosper. And I know you like the wings. I never heard of that business before, but. Look, I've never been there before, and I just... Well, that's it's great. Wingstop. Wingstop. Oh, yeah. To New Bern. I, be, I don't know You've not been is. there. No, I've not been there, I but I think it's back home. amazing. There's actually, there's actually one or two businesses. They're not quite ready to announce that's coming. So, awesome. of course, that's what everybody wants to know is what's next. Yeah. And then the funny thing then is... Then what's next is a Pepsi museum. Yeah. Just got to get the grant, guys. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we'll get that. Yes. So, everybody, I hope you have a great weekend. We're coming into the Easter season. Prepare your hearts and minds because that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. But Liz and I will see, see you on, on the, the sidewalks. sidewalks, everybody. Have a Semper great weekend. Fi.